Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. And if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Welcome to another session of pack therapy with uh, Leah and Petey. <laughs> Here we are again. <laughs> yeah. Here we go again. At least this time we're going to talk about hockey today. Like last um, time. And Leah got to eat today, too. So. I did. People already in the comments before the show started were asking me if I ate. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there, there you go. There you <laughs> thank go. you for um, looking out for me, everyone. Inquiring minds want to know. It's fun. We should start like hanging out in the YouTube chat before the game ends, I think. Right, everyone? Sure. Katie's like, sure. YouTube yeah, chat? What's that? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I don't know, more well, technology that, that, that I have fun. to learn? That sounds oh, fun. Oh, my God. Let's see. Nick said, thought they gave oh. <laughs> Not they gave everything they possibly could against a really good team that gives zero time and space. Puck line win <laughs> and a decently played game. I'll take it. Well, it didn't feel like that in the beginning. Like the, after the first period, I was like, oh, God, it's going to be a wheel of fantasy night. And it turned even out. Even the first period, it was one minute. Like it really no, it was 10, 10 seconds. <laughs> if you look at the, the statistics in this game, it's pretty even hockey game, right? Yeah, shots even. Well, let's pull up the numbers, actually. Let's just do that. Tw- shots even. Shots are even. 20. They're the power plays. One for five, one for four. But each team gets a power play goal. Face-offs. Coyotes the Coyotes, slight edge there. Coyotes had the edge the entire game. After the first period, they were it was like 70-30. It was crazy. Coyotes, but again, but- the, the shots on goal, 23-23. The Florida Panthers are one of the highest shooting teams in the league, averaging over 30 shots a game. Great. They held them to 23. You're going, okay, you might be in this. And it's, it's just... It's just one lapse over 10 seconds that they give up two goals yep. and the game's over. Yep. It's really it, a bummer. It is a bummer and it's too bad. And it's it's talking about, you know, you, you can't make those little mistakes, especially against really, really good teams. And the Florida Panthers are a good team. They're a team that could contend for the Stanley Cup. Um, they're quick, but I didn't see their speed a whole lot against the Coyotes. They, the Coyotes were able to contain their speed and you limited them to 23 shots. Honestly, it was a pretty even game. Yeah. You just can't make mistakes. Yeah, and the, and they sure did. Um, I forgot on that graphic that your side count. Only four sides tonight. I know. The, oh, the line was set at 10 and a half. The line so was set at 10 and a half. <laughs> the side line was set early. By the way, this is Aaron's already in the comments. This is Aaron. This is our first time not 
with Aaron, yeah, Aaron um, in a while. And uh, Sean already said, I'm out of here. I'm just kidding. He's just gone for a week. Yes, yeah, so our new so producer. <laughs> how does that work? You get a new job and you take a vacation right away? Your first week? <laughs> so we're stuck I didn't know that Shane. was a I'm thing. Kidding, I wish somebody had told me that was a thing when I got hired. <laughs> I would have taken a week or two off. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> well, you, you know. I, I was concerned for this Florida team coming in, and we talked about, I, you know, I saw articles and things online. Oh, the Coyotes are well-rested. It's hard to take three days off the ice. And I mean between games. I know they skated and practiced. But you get in that rhythm of playing games, and you're, you're, you're now you're away from it, and you're at home, and it's Christmas time, so you're getting distracted by, well, when are the in-laws coming? What Do we got our presents? I tell you what, they'd have been better off being on the road. And I said it today that that first 10 minutes is going to be the difference of the game. And it they was. can't start sleepy. And I, I don't think they showed up the first 10. And that's when they gave up the two goals. By the 10-minute mark, it's 2 nothing. Yeah. Well, the one – well, there were a few positives. But the one goal the Coyotes did have, a lot of facts about this goal. So it was Phil Kessel on the power play. Hayton's first power play, career power play assist. There's a true little, story? There's a little stat for you. Phil Kessel <laughs> wow. extended his current point streak to four games, which ties his season high. And that's the first power play goal for the Coyotes since November 16th versus St. Louis. Really? Yes. Wow. Straight from... Wow. Craig's Twitter. That's- Leah, you gotta just like lie one time. Well, honestly, if Craig said it though, it must be true, right? But but that's just it. When we said this could have could have been worse. Honestly, I was expecting the Florida Panthers to roll tonight. Like offensive offensively, they are so fast and so dominating. I was expecting more odd man rushes. I was expecting Wedgwood to have to stand on his head, and it just never felt like that tonight. So. For the Coyotes, they were in this game. And I know it was a two-goal game, and they pulled their goalie, had a couple of looks at the end. I, I thought Phil had a lot of good looks. And, you know, we talked about Schmaltz coming back. Schmaltz was a factor tonight. I mean, he drew penalties. Yeah. I thought he was moving pretty good yeah. for a guy that hasn't played in 18 games. I agree. Games. I agree. He drew two penalties in the game. He had a, a shot opportunity right there at the end. Um, so great to see him back in the lineup. And Jay Beagle as well was back. Um, Larson was moved to the IR, so... That's a bit of a bummer, but just to get some of that other center depth back, the Coyotes sure can use it. I'm curious, and it's already been said that uh, Wedgwood and Vermelco were going to split the weekend with Wedgwood starting tonight. How did you think his play was overall? Uh, you know, if he saw it, he stopped it. I, I don't think, I think on that first goal, there was, I, I know they gave it to Hornquist, so clearly the, the attacking player didn't get a stick on it. That's a tough play on that two-on-one. Um, maybe he would like to have that one back. The second one, he doesn't see. So I think he was solid. I, I mean, again, I don't think Florida had the offensive push that I was expecting. So I don't know if he had to make any fantastic saves. Like you're, early when when Wedgie got claimed off of wager, waivers, you're like, oh my goodness! Like some of the saves he was making were unbelievable. He was okay. He was good. Like he, he kept a minute. He was in the game. I don't think it was one of his more dominating performances. Um, we'll see where Veggie is. Veggie struggled at home. Veggie's been great on the road. We've got to play at home tomorrow against Philly, another team that's playing right now. And it was two-two last it's we looked still in 2-2 Vegas. Two-two end of the second in Vegas. So they're also it's both teams kind of even playing field. Second night of a back-to-back um, differences. Philly has to travel here not far. Um, they've had a fascinating week as well with a coaching change. So and Tim brought up a good point. I mean, it was ten minutes of I wish they played better hockey, but one the bills are paid, right? Which is exciting. 
<laughs> it's a big deal. It's I want to know. Deal. I really want to know if because the other night during our like show where we were talking about this, people were saying they were going to bring signs to the game, like pay your bills, pay your taxes. Did did that happen? Did anyone have a sign? If you were at the game, please report back. <laughs> was anyone there with a sign about paying bills? I need to know. And and not only are they paid now, hopefully we can stop talking about it for a little bit at least. I mean, it has dominated the news cycles for the last 48 hours about where are the Coyotes going to They're going to get, they were never going to get kicked out of this building. Sorry. Like we, Gary Bettman was going to pay the bills if the Coyotes didn't. <laughs> like the league was never going to let there not be hockey on December 23rd. Yes. There's no chance. Yes. So that is now passed. They're all caught up. Everybody's happy. And we brought up Gary Bettman. Should we go there? Do you want to? No, we can go there since you brought it up. Well, (laughs) thank God for Gary Bettman. As Coyotes fans, I do have to say we joked that Gary Bettman should be our DraftKings King of the Week or something like that because, wow. um, And he came out. Was that today, that clip? Yeah, this, yeah. this morning. He came out Board and, of governors. and uh, he's honestly the, the biggest proponent of hockey here in Arizona more than anyone. And thank God he's on the Coyote side. And here's what he had to say today. There's no issue with the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, it, it's clear that the city of Glendale uh, has either an agenda or an edge in the way they're dealing with the Coyotes. Uh I think there was a miscommunication. Uh, all of the outstanding obligations have been brought current. Uh, how that happened, again, was, was a long story and a miscommunication, but it's been taken care of. Uh, and I know that Alex Morello is committed uh, to Arizona and is working on a plan for a new arena, which is probably what's agitating the city of Glendale. Uh, the new arena would be in a place where I think everybody would find it much more accessible and would improve uh, the short-term and long-term fortunes of the club. Again, it'll take a couple of years to build, and the fact that the city of Glendale wouldn't want the club to remain in their building on an interim basis speaks volumes about the way they're approaching this. But we can deal with all that. Uh, Alex is committed. Alex has the resources. And... Coyotes aren't going anywhere. They're going somewhere else other than Glendale, but they're not leaving the greater Phoenix area. Wow. Thank God for Gary. But honestly, (laughs) and I hope, I hope not only Coyotes fans, but I hope hockey fans around North America can go, okay, we're past this now. Now let's not talk about Houston and Quebec. We're, We're done. They're staying. They're staying in Arizona. They're staying in Glendale for the short term and they're staying here. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, right? and I think that after all that Gary has done for Coyotes fans over the years, he did, might deserve a statue outside. There he is. <laughs> the Gary Bettman statue. This is what our art director here at PHNX has uh, designed for us outside of the renderings of the <laughs> new Tempe, the new Tempe arena. arena. The Gary Bettman Coyotes Savior statue on the corners of Quebec and Houston Avenue yep. and Shenandoah Way. Sing I'm it all with in. Me, folks. I am all in. And and you know what? It's not the first time that Gary Bettman has come to the rescue here in Arizona. So I know he gets booed everywhere he goes. And every time he steps on the ice, they boo him. But if not Listen, for Gary if Bettman. if the Coyotes ever win the Stanley Cup one day down the road, like the Coyotes, have, they, fans have to cheer for I Gary don't Bettman. Think, I think <laughs> like, so. Cheer for a dead guy? 
<laughs> oh, too soon. Oh my God. Or not soon enough. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, it's it's just you know it's 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 a topic that comes up here way too much, way too often. We talk about it way too much about the Coyotes moving. It's been going on and on for 20 years. I hope at some point, and let's let's be hopeful that once this building gets built in Tempe, they move in there. They have some financial stability that we just put this behind us forever. And this is just it. They, they play in Tempe and it'll be 10 years and they'll have to remodel that. And people will be complaining about that building too, but they'll stay, <laughs> but they'll just complain about it. And we'll get there too. But, but let's hope they stay and we can talk, be finally done with moving. Yeah. No one talks about Tampa Bay lightning moving. Florida Panthers aren't moving. Like, I know. Let's get to that point. I know. We'll we'll get there one day. Okay. I'm on, done. On, that was my rant. He's done. Well, I know Craig, when he comes on a little bit later, we'll, he'll have more to say on this, but we'll uh, go back to the game for now. I'm sure Coyote Sins are, well, we're all sick of it, but also we want to talk about it. Like, we, yeah. like, this is pack therapy, okay? We talk about everything. We talk about the game. It's, you know, I'm glad that everyone feels a little bit hopeful about tonight's performance. Um, but we did, I know people ask for this all the time, so we do have a little bit of Petey's Puck talk that we can get to. Oh, we did? Yeah. Like, can we do the keys of the game first? Cause it oh, yeah. Ties into yes. That. Okay. So PD had we'll go his, back to the game. Yeah. So PD had his P- keys to the game tonight. So you can. And we talked keys. about no go turnovers. That, we talked about Florida speed, fastest team in the league, can't turn the puck over. And you can't give them odd man rushes against, which was goal number one. Shake off the cobwebs. <sighs> Need a fast start. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> boost of energy, Beagle and Schmaltz. I thought Schmaltz, I, I, Schmaltz was noticeable tonight. Yeah. I really thought he was yeah, noticeable. He, was. he drove the net a few times. That's how he drew the penalty. He had a chance late. Um, he had shots on net. Again, it's going to take time to get his hands and his timing back. Um, Beagle, he's not a player they're going to notice like that. You're going to notice in the in the faceoff numbers. You're going to notice more when he kills penalties. So he makes a difference in the game. He just isn't going to show up like, like Schmaltz does. But what we did from that is now we're going to go into the quick, quick, we'll draw this quick. The PDs draw the game. This is how you give up odd man rushes against. This is how it happens. You want to create offense. This team needs to create offense, so defensemen need to jump up in the rush, which means the defense will go on offense. Kyle Capabianco is a defenseman. On this play, he joins the rush, and he is one of the Coyotes' offensive players trying to score a goal, so he needs to be there. He's not going to defend now. He needs to be offensive. So that's clip one. Let's go to the next one. (laughs) Unfortunately... They missed the net. So the puck <laughs> missed the net, and now Kyle Campobianco is the last player in the zone. That's a defenseman. When Florida gets the puck, you sure would like to have your both defensemen on the blue line. Unfortunately, they don't. So now you see where Kyle Campobianco is. He is what we call below the Florida player. It means he is closer to the Florida net than he is the Coyote net. I put a circle on Christian Fisher. Christian Fisher is the forward who is now covering for Kyle Capabianco in the defensive position. Fisher is now a defenseman. Okay? So he needs to defend. He has to make a split-second decision when he looks down to see if Kyle Capabianco has the man that's circled. Is Kyle Capabianco able to defend that player? The answer in this situation, to me, is no. He is not above him. He does not have his stick. Christian Fisher cannot go and dive in. So when Christian Fisher dives in to chase the puck, he gets behind and creates a two-on-one. And if if Fisher would have stayed in the lane, it would be a two-on-two. The defenseman would take one player. 
Fisher would take the driving player, and the plays ended. Instead, the play ends up as a two-on-one in the back of the net. And I'm not faulting Christian Fisher. It's an unbelievably quick decision where he has to look down and see, does Kyle Capabianco, is he able to catch that man? If he is not, I need to stay. If he can catch him, I can go chase the puck. Unfortunately, in that split second, maybe he needed to back off and play that as a two-on-two as a defenseman. Unfortunately, that's the first goal of the game. And as we know, off the next face-off, we have a turnover and it's 2 nothing. Like, so I little mistakes. take a full deep breath in exactly. before they were scoring again. And that's why we talk about mistakes. Little mistakes like that. Just that, that one-second read. If Fisher makes a different read, it's a two-on-two. The play doesn't happen. No goal. Therefore, no face-off at center ice. No second goal. And who knows how the game turns out. And that's why this Coyote team cannot make mistakes in read of the rush or defensive zone coverage because they... Don't score enough goals to be able to make up for those mistakes. They scored in, what, under a minute, which equates to, like, 1.6 PD size. <laughs> yeah. Touche, That's good. Touché. That's good. I hope someone's counting the size in the show because I guess that can count toward the 10.5 besides just the four while watching the game. Yeah. Um, Aaron was roasting your circle drawing. I know, but I, I had freehanded. This isn't high tech here. <laughs> We, we, we're, we're, we're working on the fly here <laughs> just to provide provide people with information. Yeah. So we have to do it quickly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a techie guy. <laughs> Circle the thing. Use my finger. Circle it. It's all good, PD. Well, I guess. Okay, that was a sigh. That was, that, was a, that was a good one. That was a good one. Well, Back to the beer. We had already talked about his power play goal. Um, and just because it was the one goal of the game, we decided to make Phil Kessel our DraftKings king of the game. One goal, six shots on goal, led the team in shots tonight, um, or at least the forwards. Um, so good yeah. to see Phil continue his point streak. Elite crown placement. And I will say this. It's fine. This is what Phil. <laughs> wow. Harsh. This oh is what Phil needs gosh. to do if he wants to get out of here. Phil's got to score on the power play. If he wants to go to another team, he's got to go in as a power play specialist. He needs to score on the power play. That was a great shot, and you could see it coming. He he took a shot earlier in that power play that just missed, and you knew he had picked a spot. He just needed to get the puck. It was a great shot just inside the post. Go touch some grass, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron said mediocre crown placement. Thank you. <laughs> wow. And wow. Spencer said, but Gary, though, Spencer, I we thought about doing a joke, Gary, but... I, I know. I, we, we, we did were. have... But we just had we had so many things to talk about tonight. So much to get to. There is a lot to get to. There really is. <laughs> We're not even there yet. We got a lot. It's I know. Busy show. Did you have anything more to say about the? Kessel? No, I just <laughs> want to talk about Phil Kessel. It was great. Any more about the game or what? No, just carry on. If you just want me to talk, I can. Still do that <laughs> I know talk. you can. <laughs> no, so that's that's the difference. You make those mistakes. Phil Kessel gets the power play goal, and and I thought at that point they were going to be in this hockey game. I mean, they ended 3-1 against one of the best teams in the league. and They were in it right till the final buzzer. We've said it all along. That's all we want. We want to be in the game up until the yep. right till the final buzzer. And even though it was 3-1 after the first, the shots were only 10-8 Florida. And then the shots were even to end the game. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm happy with even, even power play opportunities. I mean, I will say I don't think the Coyotes can afford to take the, as many penalties as they did. There was a ton of time in this game played on special teams. Um, so... 
you know, as far as playing and the Florida Panthers goes, couldn't agree more. Couldn't could have been a lot worse. Just like the Coyotes tweeted after the third period, could be worse. And then Craig texted us and said that should be the slogan of the Coyotes' whole. It season. should be. <laughs> There's yeah, Aaron's voice living on forever. Do it again. Are we sure that she's actually going to Oregon? She's I know. Trapped inside that. <laughs> I know. But it is true. This is what we. Ottawa's idle tonight. Montreal was idle tonight. So we didn't want Coyotes to pick up any points on them. They're right where we want to be, right? An exciting game <laughs> up till the buzzer. We had good hockey on the ice here. You lose and you're still in the ping pong ball drawing. I, that's the plan. Yeah. Right? Connor, just... we're talking about Connor Bedard. We keep talking about Shane Wright. Spent a lot of time talking about Shane Wright, who's going to be the number one pick in next year's draft. Well, Connor Bedard, who is in the ensuing draft in the following year in 23, he is trying to make uh, the world junior team for Team Canada right now. They just had a big article on him. He's 16 years old. The last 16-year-old to play? Connor, Connor McDavid. McDavid. Heard of him? <laughs> just saying. And <laughs> so keep an eye on that. Is that, is that good? <laughs> two years away. No big deal. In two years, he'll be 18. He'll play in five, but oh that's okay. God. At 16, I had braces and like... <laughs> yeah, that's and all, he's that's trying all. to... And we're counting on him all. to save the franchise. That's all I had to say. Yeah, oh my gosh. No, it, it, it's a, it, it, is, it is the plan. And as much as we don't like it, and as much as it is as a fan, it's hard to deal with, this is the plan. Compete and be last. <laughs> well, you know, as much as the Coyotes are in the midst of a rebuild and only have five wins on the season, a team that has had a lot of success is... Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, and I know that for you know your, what that brings up your DraftKings uh, pick of the week, your DraftKings King DraftKings app pick of the week yep. is Monday Night Football on a national stage on ESPN. It will be our Arizona Cardinals. I'm taking them minus two and a half over the Rams here at home in Phoenix, actually in Glendale. Do we have to call? Yeah, in Glendale. But I got the cards minus two and a half, Monday night football uh, over the Rams. I think Kyler Murray is going to roll them. And if they get that win, guarantee a playoff spot. Locked in on week 14. It's a fantastic season for the cards. Good pick. You've been pretty good with your picks of the week. Here, I'm not so good on Shane's <laughs> bet show. I'm, I'm looking at 0 for 10. I think it's because of my 6'4 intimidating frame, PD. <laughs> I know. You are amazing. If you're not watching the bet show, you honestly should be because they give you great nuggets on all these football picks. Not so much on the hockey picks because they ask me. And I'm clearly not good at it. No, sometimes you guys sometimes do I'm good. good. No, but sometimes they do hockey picks without you. I do hockey picks. Johnny stays away because he's a scared little man. That is true. But it is a good show. Uh, honestly, if you're not watching the bet show and you can't get there at noon because people work, um, check it out on, on YouTube. In or on audio, if you want to listen in to audio on their podcast, because they do give a lot of good information. Yeah. Well, PD had also mentioned the, the Monday night game, and actually, PHNX is having a block party at the at Westgate before the game. So if you guys are all around and want to come hang out, I'll be there. I don't know if Shane will be there, uh, <laughs> but that's fine. No, I got a, I got a thing. <laughs> no, I got to produce the Sun Show, so I can't. No, it's going to be it pretty like good. It's, there's a lot going on yeah, out there so, in Glendale. Yeah, so the though. whole um, card, as he just mentioned, Johnny. Johnny will be there. Frank Sanders will be there. Cheerson Cecil will be there. It's going to be a huge, huge block party. Tickets are only like $55. All you can eat, all you can drink. Prizes, giveaways. Like, I mean, it's going to be a blast. So 
please come by. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then you can see Frank's tattoo. Yeah, see Frank's new tattoo. <laughs> if you didn't see that, check that out because wow. that was crazy. Cliff even talked about it this week. Big, big news. Big week for uh, big week for Arizona sports. Yeah, That's all I gotta say. A lot going on. So check out that game on Monday night, and then we can see if Petey's DraftKings um, pick hits. And you can also just make money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app um, this week if you just bet a dollar on any team to win an NFL game or to score. And if they do, you get $100 in free bets. It's super easy to use. And using that code PHNX when you sign up, um, as a reminder, that's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Okay, well. What's the next bet? How long will it take Craig to get on the air? Because he is now in the elevator. Did he just text that he's in the he elevator? He did. He's in the well, elevator. We can talk Potter. Well, <laughs> we can. We So right before we went live, we were having a very heated debate about Harry Potter among the three of us. Which is the best Harry Potter? Chime, I, chime in, chat. I'm, 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 I'm a solid Harry, the original. Harry Potter won when we all get to experience the wonder of wizardry through Harry's eyes like, for the that, first time. That's like un, the unseasoned chicken of Harry Potter movies. Wow, uh, buddy, that's where it all begins. What? It's boring, it's bland. No, that's where it all begins, man. It's a safe pick. You find all the wondrous it's, things I, for the first time. I would agree time. that it's a safe pick, but calling it boring and bland is... It's a, boring, it's a boring and bland pick. It's where the wonderful adventure okay, begins. Fine. The movie's not boring. Okay, boring. well, Shane's pick is Goblet of Fire. Which is electric. I mean, come on, dragons? <laughs> There's and, dra- and, the, and the hot Swedish girls? Come on. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? I miss that. In the book and <laughs> yeah, the, the hot, TV show. The hot Swedish girls that come in on the flying ship? Nicholas says Prisoner of Askman, that's the best movie. By wow. Far. Aaron's with me. But the best book is Half-Blood Prince. And also, I said, well, Goblet of Fire, the movie's not accurate to the book. And Shane said, well, I never read the book. That's problematic. It's not. <laughs> I, I, I literally don't. I'm speechless here. For you got to read the books, first of all. Take the time. Read the books. It's a world of you, wonder. Have you read all the books? It's a world of wonder. I have. Okay. What do you think I read them? I had a kid. I read the books to my kid. <laughs> Karen always has it. That's a very boy thing to say, Shane. <laughs> Okay, what Karen which always part? has my back. Can we take Probably a... the Swedish girls. I know. Well, come on. As we make a, as we wait for Craig no, to make well, a stop. We have other stuff to say. I want to make a stop around the league. No, well, we can. But do you want to talk about Mort Harry? No. Oh. Yeah. You went to the dentist. We got to talk about that before Craig gets here. Do we got to talk about or that? Or do you want to do it when Craig? We we'll talk here. about the dentist quick before Craig gets here. <laughs> if <laughs> I am speechless here, this is an tr- absolute one hundred percent true story. I wore my PHNX shirt to the dentist. He saw it. He said, what is it? I told him. He listened to the podcast. Happened to be the one where I took a super chat to swear. He said, this isn't family friendly. He was going to play it in his dentist office. He was office. really upset about this, by the way. Like, totally I just upset. want you to know how upset he was. I was totally was. upset. So I went to apologize to my dentist, who happens to be the Coyotes team dentist. And we apologized in person before he put sharp tools in my mouth. And here's how the apology went. This is Steve Peters with PHNX Sports. Today I'm outside Enamored Dentistry in North Scottsdale, right by the Scottsdale Quarter. For those who don't know the story, my dentist, Dr. Melander, the official team dentist of the Arizona Coyotes, 
learned about PHNX last week and listened to our show. And I got a message back saying not family friendly. So today, before I get my procedure, I'm going to get a chance to, chance to apologize to the doc and hope he tunes in again. Let's get inside. Okay, getting ready. He's going to come in and we're going to apologize. So we want to do that before he gets the stuff in my mouth. Be back in a second. Here we are, Dr. Melander is here. I just wanted to apologize in person for using profanity on the air, and I promise I will do my best. I won't be perfect, but I will do my best to stop using profanity in the future and make our show a little more family friendly. <laughs> Thank you so much, my, uh, my six month old would really appreciate that. Okay, good, I wanted to clear the air and get that all straightened out before you put drills and sharp objects in my mouth. <laughs> We're all done. I survived. And I just wanted to thank Dr. Melander and all the staff here at Enamor Dentistry up in North Scottsdale for, for letting me invade their space and have a little fun. <laughs> there it was. There it was. Fan for life. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. It's just so funny. Yeah, I'm still working on this whole TV thing. <laughs> I haven't figured everything out yet. Things are out of focus. I, I was moving the microphone like this. <laughs> you took this. a selfie stick to the dentist. I thought it was phenomenal. That's a true story. It was a selfie stick. That was all self-shot. Oh, my but God. Now we doctor, need more of Petey out on the town. In Dr. Melander, <laughs> is. we're all good. He's, he's, he's all happy. And if you need a good dentist, he's the official <laughs> dentist of your Arizona Coyotes. Can you imagine how good that collab would be if we went out with Petey and filmed it? Oh in yeah, Old Town? Petey, please. <laughs> yeah, Petey in Old Town. What are, are they? Are they open past eight <laughs> thirty? Please, buddy. Buddy, what would be my buddy my at noon? Buddy and Psy Limit on Petey in Old Town. That just doesn't sound. Yeah, what if we Petey in Old Town? That actually sounds like oh, a good bit. What if we go in the day? Petey in Old Town. Yeah, I'm in. I, Uber. Right. I got an Uber. <laughs> Get the Everyone. Uber. Get me Everyone, please send us your suggestions of where we should go. Okay, before Craig dials in, we better do a quick check around the... Uh... So, someone in the comments, Michael, said, uh, leaving the Roadrunners game now, Michelli and Mosier really stand out as a couple of the best players on the ice, and Prasvatov was amazing. Um, just want to say that the Roadrunners, what's their record since we started doing Three and one I-10? since Lee and I went down the I-10. Just saying. Three and one. Just um, saying. Different? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They won in a shootout tonight, 5-4. So great to see a victory from the Roadrunners. And the Sun Devils? Sun Devils also won 4-3 against Clarkson, who was ranked uh, number 18. 18. So great win for them. Um, And uh, Craig is here with more to say on all of it. All kinds of topics. Craig's coming in now. All the topics. Does he think we're not going to... Are we going to chime in on Harry Potter? Oh, we can get his Harry Potter take. We'll start with... Karen counted another side. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Craig, before we start, the really important news that we've covered already in the show, what is your favorite Harry Potter movie? Oh, my God. Of all we're the, off the, there's, we're there's off no the rails, coyotes huh? news this week, Craig, so we had to fill time. <laughs> we had to fill a bill of time. So no that's, coyotes news. Okay, Craig, we've, shown the, we've right. shown the Gary Bettman thing. We're happy we're not talking about the building anymore. I know you have some thoughts on how this has been covered around North America for the last 48 hours. Yeah. Well, first, first of all, the, the Deathly Hallows. So, so the, the final two oh, movies. Oh, like part one. So, or, okay. Well, was that your favorite book? I didn't read the books. <laughs> Shane didn't either. So part one or part two? I liked them both, actually. Okay. Okay. Lame. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
All right. So back to national coverage. Um, listen, it's really hard to parachute into a story in another market and try and gain perspective on it, right? To understand the all the history of it, all the nuance of it. And I, I'm not saying that some of the national reporters haven't done a good job. There's there there's news to be covered here, obviously. And there's a there's a, a fixed story here that deals with the coyotes finances right now that needs to be covered. And there's been some good coverage of it nationally. But what it always spirals into is look at the coyotes. I mean, God, this is this is a, a one-sided story, right? It's all the coyotes' fault. When I see reports like that, and, and it really bugs me when I see other outlets that come into the market, or they don't even come into the market. They basically just summarize what everybody else has reported. They haven't done the work themselves, yet they think they're entitled to an opinion and they think they understand the lay of the land. It's it's really hard to understand this story in particular, unless you've been around like like you and I have, Petey, for, for all the chapters of it. There's been an awful toxic relationship between Glendale and the Coyotes for more than a decade now. This is not a one-sided story. There has been a lot going on in this relationship, as we both know, for a very long time. So I think when when you come in and you just want to focus on this particular topic of finances, fine. But when you start stretching into the entire narrative, be really careful because I think very few people out there really understand what this relationship is all about. And I think that's fair. And I think what we hoped by showing the Gary Bettman clip earlier in the show, what we hoped as people involved in the hockey community here in Arizona is now let's move past this for now. It's going to be a story. I understand we'll have to talk about where they're playing next season. I know you're writing more about that in the days to come, but for right now, can we put it behind us and start talking about hockey again? That's what I really want to do. I'm, I'm supposed to be a beat writer. It's it's really weird having to cover all of this stuff, having to cover city council decisions, government politics. You know, finances obviously are a part of the team. And look, that the, the Coyotes put themselves in this situation a lot by simply not paying their bills. And this is a pattern. We have obviously seen a pattern of this. So you can't just dismiss it out of hand. And I don't buy the human error thing. I think that's a honestly, I think it's a poorly worded release and a bad way to handle this. Uh, this is a pattern. And look, there are vendors out there right now who will tell you probably off the record that they haven't been paid either. So this is a problem with this franchise. But again, there's so much more background and history and nuance to this story. If, if uh, people are going to start diving into all of that, good, do it. Make sure you tell the complete picture rather than just painting this as a one-sided story because it's not. Craig, speaking of just wanting to cover hockey, there was a game tonight. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on the game and what did you hear tonight in the press conferences? Well, I mean, they, they obviously gave up the lead early and it's really hard to play from behind in this league, no matter who you are. And it's especially hard for the Coyotes because they just don't score a lot. And Andre Turigny thought that they generated a, a fair amount of scoring chances. But again, I, I think this team has to generate twice as many as other teams in order to score because they just don't have the finishers. They don't have the skills. So you're playing Florida, but they, you know, they're miss missing Sasha Barkov and Anthony Duclair, two guys who produce for them offensively. So maybe you had a chance if you had come out early and, you know, maybe had the, defensive commitment that you needed early in this game. But once you fall behind against a team like this, I thought Florida did a pretty good job of, of playing with the lead. 
Definitely. Although it was a pretty evenly matched in terms of the shot total. So here in the the chat, people were, you know, in terms of we know it's a rebuild. It wasn't the worst game yeah. to watch. Craig, you, you talk about the, the Florida Panthers coming into Arizona. This could have been ugly. And you mentioned sure. Barkov and Duclair, not not only two of their more offensive players, two of their faster players like this. When yep. they are healthy, this team is a dynamic offensive team. They're fast. They transition better than any team in the league. They are exciting to watch, and I've got them, if not winning the East, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with in the playoffs. So coming out of this 3-1, after three days with no games, I, you know, am I okay with that? I mean, yeah, I thought the Coyotes competed. I thought I thought there were opportunities on the power play. I thought they had some good shots there. I thought Schmaltz even had a couple looks. Keller did. Kraus did um, again they're not scoring and they need to score and that's how we said it's so important they can't make mistakes defensively um, <laughs> but if they can ever straighten out that offensive side of their game this team's they're staying in games now this is an 8-1 7-2 that we saw earlier in the year well, so this was, was a fun seven, game to watch it was 7-1 last week <laughs> okay I already forgot about that <laughs> yeah we already forgot and is that, is that two goals or fewer in six straight games now they're just yeah, not First power play yeah. goal in how long, Leo? Yeah, they had 18 November straight. November 16th. Yeah. yeah. Against St. Louis. Yeah, they had 18 straight opportunities without a power play goal. So they, in, in a listen, Andre Tourigny will tell you too that they just haven't had the opportunities in games. And as you know, you get into a rhythm when you have several opportunities. You can get something going on the power play. But when you have one or two in a game, it's really tough. Now, part of that, of course, is what are the Coyotes doing to draw penalties? They did the, they did a little better job of that tonight, I thought, creating situations where Florida was in a situation where they had to take a penalty. And yeah. that started with Schmaltz, too, because Schmaltz was driving the net. So he draws two, yeah. including the one that they get the power play goal on. So I think that's the difference. Yeah, it was great to see him back in the lineup as well. And now we got the Flyers coming in tomorrow, and I just checked the scoreboard, <laughs> and Shane will love this one. The Flyers <laughs> are beating the Golden Knights Four to two, halfway oh, through the third. Another one, good. Thank you for making me bet on that. I appreciate you. <laughs> I know. I, I I know you missed it, Craig. <laughs> on the bet show today, I, I had the Golden Knights over the Philadelphia Flyers, and it's not happening. But the Flyers <laughs> coming here tomorrow. They'll be their first win if they can hold on to this one with Mike Yo at the helm. Um, should set up for a game that's interesting tomorrow. Both coming off the back to back, but but for the Flyers are still playing and they still have to travel. So it's going to be yeah. a late night for the Flyers. Maybe. This is one of those ones we can finally give the edge to to the hometown uh, Coyotes. You know what I want to know, Petey? How did the uh, Dennis segment go tonight? It did. It wasn't bad. Oh, the Dennis? Yeah. yeah. Leah edited it down great. It was good. It was hilarious. I was dying. The request was to have the next Petey out on the town in, in Old, Old town. town. Have me go to Old Town. I I, <laughs> I passed on that one. What, what are you going to be doing? I know. Are we talking like bar hopping or like gallery checks? A night on a night on the town. Well, I said a night on the town for me though has to be over by. Yeah. So then we said we'll go in the day. Oh, we go day drinking. Yeah. (laughs) We should bring Craig too. Twist my arm there. You're gonna pay me to go day drinking. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Oh work, my god. Well, Craig, I know another thing that you wanted to mention tonight um, was Lawson Kraus receiving the good guy, the Shane Doan Good Guy Award. Yeah, and PD obviously worked with him closely as well. Um, look, there there have been two other guys that that won this award, and these these three personalities are so different. By the way, Brad Richardson was so blunt and so edgy, and just a phenomenal chirper. So an entirely different personality than Christian Fisher, um, who's just 
this always positive, really talking. You guys know he was on our show. He's fantastic to talk to. And they get Lawson, who's a really quiet guy, but really introspective, really insightful when you actually sit down with him and talk to him. But he's been another guy. I feel like we discovered him just a couple seasons ago when we could still go into the locker room. You, you start talking to the guy, and you're like, wow, this guy's providing incredible insight, and he's always available to the media. So that's a big part of this award. So it was nice to see him win it. It was nice to talk to him. And, of course, it was nice to see Butterpick Krause. Yeah, let's see. Let's we have see. a picture. Where is he? There, there he is. is. Look at him. Look at Butter. Look at Butter. <laughs> oh, wow. Did, did you guys watch the video and hear about his harrowing experience with a scorpion? Butterpig got stung no. by a scorpion. No. Yeah. They, oh. they were panicked. They were. Lawson said they were driving to the hospital. He had no idea where the 24-hour hospital was. They're basically figuring out on the way. And basically the hospital called him back and said, calm down. He's going to be fine. You can just oh. take him home. Oh, my I said, God. Oh, good. Well, we don't God, what a dramatic pig. week for the coyotes in general. I know. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Craig, I just honestly, I sincerely hope that we can put at least a part of this story behind us. I know the arena is going to be an ongoing issue. I understand that. But with Gary Bettman's comments saying this team is playing in Arizona, not in Glendale, but in Arizona, hope that puts some people's minds at ease right now. Well, we can start looking at what the opportunities are. I don't think the story is going away, Petey. Listen, (laughs) Gary, Gary said what he said today, but you know, he, he, Let's be honest. He didn't really address the financial stuff. He said it was a a long story. But again, this is a pattern. And I think people are going to continue to dig into this. And let's also be honest. Glendale's really handling media well right now. They're masterfully handling the media. They're controlling the narrative right now. Give their city manager a lot of credit for being out there and, and really articulating their position. I wish the Coyotes would get out there and articulate their position as well instead of instead of releasing poor statements. Have you heard anything from anyone there, Craig? Like, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll be blunt. This is a franchise that their president's out in the media constantly. And he's hungry for those interviews and articles, and he wants his yep. face out there. Have you heard from Javier? Nope, not on this one. And I, I wonder if they just don't feel like they can, they can win, you know, based on the optics of the financial situation. Maybe they're right, but... You know, yeah, it would be nice to hear from them, hear what they have to say on this topic. And we've heard nothing so far. I think that would help people feel at ease, too. And if there's a Absolutely. plan, what's the plan? We don't yeah. even need excuses. They, they, they didn't get paid. We got it. It's paid now. Great. We can move past that. But let's let's find some kind of a plan on where this team is going to play in, in 10 months. So yep. we'll see. I'm sure this will all unfold. I'm sure you'll be right on top yes. of it as it does. And Craig, uh, what do you have coming up at gophnx.com this weekend? Well, I have I have another arena story. Um, really looking at the other options, I, we we all went out to the Coliseum to see what that was all about, and I wrote about that already. I had planned to run this second arena story <laughs> the following day, but then you know, <laughs> other yeah, things happen. Stuff happens. So. Yeah, so that'll come out on Sunday. So that's what I've got coming on the weekend. All right. Look forward to it, Craig. Yeah, we look forward to it, and we will see you again tomorrow night, same time, same place, post game after the Flyers, and hopefully it's not pack therapy. Maybe it'll be a little bit of joy, question mark, maybe. Tune in and find out. (laughs) We'll see you you tomorrow. Well, you can – Craig is the one, you know, like he talked about the the national media perspective not having their feet on the ground. Like Craig not only has feet on the ground, he's had his feet on the ground this whole time and 
He's writing incredible stuff, doing amazing reporting, um, and you can access all of that at gophnx.com. And to do so, become a member. Um, there's a lot of amazing perks to being a member. Besides just reading Craig stories, you can get access to all the written content on the website for all your favorite Arizona sports teams. Um, you can become part of our members-only Discord, get members deals on merchandise. There's just a lot of great um, perks to becoming a member. So check it out. When you sign up for a year, you get a free shirt. You can wear a this one that Petey's wearing, we have our Coyotes, Cody the Coyote shirt in three colors, the new design that I know a lot of people are excited are excited about. So a lot of great um, perks to being a member. And, you know, I think now there's it just seems like we've said again and again, it's like, can the Coyotes just have one season where all we talk about is the on ice stuff? Yeah. It's like, no, we just we simply can't. So it's been a struggle, but Craig is on the ground doing the work. We're here for you. And there are other options, though, Leah. Yeah. Like, if, if you want to, like, I know this is tough in here. We do pack therapy. Go watch a Sun show or a Cardinal show because guess what? They win. So their shows are a little bit more fun than. Yeah, who's winning the therapy. Suns game? The Suns blew out the Celtics without Booker or Aiden tonight. There you go. Look at that. Two so, of their starting five are out and they blow out the Celtics. Look at that. So, yeah. You Another can party move on from, the post game Sun show. show. Yeah, if you haven't seen the video, if you weren't here Monday and missed uh, PD crashing the Sun show, check out the PHNX underscore sports Twitter tweeted a video of that one. Um, that one was really funny. You know, we just try and have We're some fun. We're trying to have here. some fun. We're trying to have fun with it because we understand it's, it's hard long, to take the season, season serious when the owners and management aren't taking it serious as far as trying to win, the, not yes. the other stuff, but the winning part of it. This is what the plan is. So if this is the plan, let's have fun with the plan. Yes. Um, Karen said, Your shows are fun too. Thank you, Karen. We appreciate well, you. I tell you we what, try. the second half. As this continues and we start doing the scoreboard watching and the standings watching and following who's going to be getting in last place and, and getting those ping pong balls in their favor, I think the focus of this show as the season progresses is really going to shift to what's going on in the draft, who's out there in the draft, who are we after in the draft, and yep. where this thing is going. Yep, for sure. So look for that in the second half. Yes, exactly. Where are we on our on our punch card, Shane? I'd like to know. Oh, are you kidding me? Can I, we start doing two or three at a time? Are you out should, of your mind? Okay, tomorrow night we fill out a row. Like we should have some sort of like we reward should. for getting through the row. I'll bring something. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, are you out of your mind? That's all, you know how much hockey that is left? Wow. And two of those weeks have already had like controversy off ice. <laughs> so I'm exhausted. Yeah, two of those three rows. <laughs> God, <laughs> that's being a kind. Well, the good news though. is we'll be back here oh, in less sigh. than 24 hours to do it all over again. Yep, for sure. <laughs> we we will be back. We're here for you. Uh, Impact therapy, third of the way tomorrow night. See, Karen's always looking at the positive side of things. I appreciate her so much. Thank <sighs> you, Karen. Thank you, everyone in the comments. We really appreciate you a lot. Seriously. Um. You make the show awesome. Also, thank you, everyone who was on our, our breaking news show. That one was a blast as well. Um, so we'll be back tomorrow night. If you're listening on audio, like I mentioned before, please like, subscribe, and follow, and leave us a review. Um, we really appreciate any of that. It helps us a lot. And if you're listening on audio and want to check it out on YouTube, go to the PHNX Sports YouTube account. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Like this video. Everything helps us um, grow this so we can do... Uh, more awesome coverage for you. I'm glad Leah was able to eat her rice. Me too. I was so hungry. We were worried. <laughs> and you know what? I had the leftovers from that dinner tonight, tonight for dinner. So 
you know, we're just out here doing our best. Um, please follow each of us on Twitter at S Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, and the beat account at PHNX underscore coyotes. A lot of great memes this week coming from that account as well. Petey tweeted a picture of his dinner at 445 with his AARP magazine. Literally came in the mail today. Literally, I was cracking up. So please, please follow. You guys need to make a wedgie and veggie shirt. All right. Keep, keep asking. Tweet at us. We'll we'll like it. Um, thank you all for being here. Any any closing thoughts? No, I'm just let's get home, sleep, and get back here tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow night. Have a good night, everyone.